0: Back in studio for episode 70. 70 of the Sip and Serve Podcast where we sip what's cold and serve what's high. My name is Clay Roll, aka Rolski. The OGs are in the house. To my right, Corey with K and to my left, my main man, DG, what's happening? What's happening? What's going on, man? It's hard to believe we're 70 episodes in. I you would
1: think by 70 episodes we'd know what the hell we were doing. We don't. <laughs> we have no
0: fucking idea, do we?
1: We don't. We really don't you know I was thinking you do something 70 times you think I'm getting kind of good at this
0: not us not us I don't know why people even listen to this shit I don't either (laughs) nothing else to do so I was thinking you know 70 just the number 70 and I was thinking 70 and I thought to myself 70 is the right age that you can actually say damn I'm old yeah,
1: yeah, I I I'd agree with that because yeah. I know people in their sixties and they they don't seem old. No, they 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 say, man, is your I dad feel... in your is monk in his sixties? Yeah. yeah, he he yeah. didn't seem old to me. He still no. seems like a young guy. Yeah, same with, I,
0: same with my dad. I I feel the same way. But but I think once you turn seventy, you can legit say I'm old now. Yeah. Well, maybe. What do you think about that? How
1: old, um, Richard Branson? The
0: guy that went into space last week. Yeah. How old is he? He's probably close to 70. No idea. I don't don't even know who the hell Richard Branson is.
1: He's the guy that owns Virgin Mobile. He's like the second, like the top, one of the top five richest guys in the world. But basically, him and Bezos had a like space race. Yeah. Yeah. And, And his plane, or whatever the hell you want to call it, they went into space last. Last uh, last week, but anyway, i was just wondering how old he is because he doesn't seem like a very old guy either. But I think he might be in his early 70s. I mean, he just went to space, you know.
0: So I guess he's still young if he's that's what I'm saying. Still going to space. Yeah, 71. 71. There you go. So so Richard. But I, I'm you're not, old. yeah, I'm with you. 70s kind of the cutoff. I don't know why I thought of that. I mean, we're on episode 70. I just thought you know the number 70. I just got to thinking about it. It's you know? a milestone. Yeah. I like I mean whatever sure anyways I'm fresh off vacation DG you sound a little under the weather dude uh, well I'm gonna get to that Um, great trip overall a few things I learned about Florida in this trip number one the wings in Florida are overrated just overrated in general in general number two Florida is soft. Number three, I still hate plane rides. So you got any questions about them three things? Uh, I have all (laughs) kinds. (laughs) Hit me. So,
1: the wings. Yeah. That's a pretty generalized statement to make about an entire state. Well,
0: let's just say Miramar, Destin Beach. Okay. They're overrated down there.
1: And how many different joints did you order wings at? One. So you're basing this opinion (laughs) off of one restaurant's wing selection.
0: Yes, because they were voted best wings on the beach like three years in a row. All right. And I had to try them. So I went to the place the first night I was there. On my birthday, I said, I'm going to go get these wings because they're the best on the beach. All right.
1: So I know you. You went traditional, bone-in. Buffalo. Buffalo. Hot. Hot Buffalo. Yeah. And
0: didn't didn't get your goat they were hot they had me sweating i had beads of sweat dripping down my face they so were hot. sauce was, was sauce was good good okay sauce was good but the wings couldn't hold rooster's wings dick dry yeah they just weren't that good they no, were
1: small not very meaty not very meaty not very moist uh, no no about the breading
0: There wasn't really any breading much on there at all. It kind of reminded me of the dock wings a little bit, more like grilled or smoked, kind of, than kind uh, of fried. But they weren't really smoked or grilled. I don't know. They just weren't that good. You know, overall, they just weren't that good. I mean, they. If you say you got the best wings on the beach, and you know, Rolski's in town, I'm expecting the best wings on the beach. And I got a spot ten miles away from the studio that kills your wings. Was this the same place
1: that you talked to the waitress about having a, having your own podcast?
0: Yeah. It's did, called, did it was you, called Buffalo Jacks. Okay.
1: Did you happen to mention to her how
0: shitty you thought her wings were? <laughs> I did not. Well, you should have. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I was kind of disappointed too because their pizza wasn't very good either. Oh, you had both. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was my birthday. <laughs> I had to get both. Yeah. I, was, I mean, that's Rolski's go-to pizza and wings, so I had to get both. Pizza. How was the pizza? <laughs> Bad. Man. man. This place is How about out? the beer?
1: At least, was Great. the beer at least cold? <laughs> it was cold. Okay, good. It was
0: good. Nah, man, you know, the wings were all right, but they, I mean, I've had way better from, you know, local spots around here.
1: So you like wings and you like pizza. Yeah. Do you like buffalo chicken pizza? Do you ever mix them? Because <sighs> I'll tell you right now who's got the best buffalo chicken pizza I've ever had. Your spot, Roosters. Yeah. I,
0: I like it. But I think I'd rather have them separate. I'm never going to go to like a, you know, like a Papa John's or somewhere like that and order Um, a full-sized buffalo chicken pizza. But a place like Rooster's, like a little personal pizza like they have, yes, I'll order that. Yeah, okay. One sitting, you know. I don't want a full pizza that I'm going to have to eat on two or three times, you know, if that makes sense. No, that
1: does make sense. My wife and I had some friends over. This has been like this is sometime last year. But uh we were we were you know wondering what people are coming over. We got to have something for them to eat. What do we do? Thought about getting pizza. I just got on it. This was Donato's. I ordered like six different like of the smallest that they have, like the personal pizzas, like six different ones. Yeah. I mean that's the that's the way to go because then you got all kinds of variety. Smorgasbord. You got smorgasbord. You got pepperoni. You got meat lovers. You got Vegetarian, you got, uh, you know, buffalo chicken pizza. I mean, you got the whole gamut there. So it's like kind of like CC's. You remember the old CC's buffet yeah. style? Yeah, buffet that's, style. It's kind of what it reminded me of. Okay. Any other questions? Did I answer your wing question? I think we got to the bottom of the wing, the wing comment.
0: Um, just disappointed. That's all I can say
1: about that. Florida the wing. is soft, you said. So does that mean are you are, are you referring to the mattresses, the sand? Um, <laughs>
0: Well, we were staying in this house, and it was really nice. And it was on Miramar Beach, which is, you know, right down the road from Destin, whatever. Um, And we got the cops called on us. When? (laughs) first night,
1: First night, second night,
0: Uh, halfway? Well, the first night, we had a pissed-off neighbor knocking on our door. And then, like, night number three or four, the cops actually showed up.
1: Weird, what was their what was their issue? What was their beef? There's a ten
0: o'clock noise ordinance. You can't expect people to adhere to that it's on vacation. That's, it's, that's you, stupid. That's exactly what we said, and that's why Florida's soft. They pissed me off. S A W F T soft, not S O F T S A W F T soft. Real because, ones, will, real ones will know the difference. Because, because I'm on vacation. Who the hell wants to be quiet at ten p.m. We're just having a good time. We paid big money to stay at this house on this beach. And I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm never coming back. Ever? I'm not going back to Miramar Beach or Destin ever again. <sighs> ever. Ever. So it's like that. It's like that.
1: So they the cops come knocking, hey, noise ordinance, 10 p.m., keep it
0: down. So then, what? You just t- turned it down? They said if you if you're not, and we have to come back, we get another call this week. The the main renter on this house is going to jail. It's a law, in that community, noise ordinance ten. One morning, The next time, someone's going to jail in cuffs. And that was it. That was that was it. Fun's, and you know fun's over. You know what? You know what was funny? The reason we got the cops called on me because like my I don't know sixty five year old aunt was playing air hockey. Outside in the garage and the dinger whenever you'd score was loud, too loud for the noise ordinance. <laughs> swear. That, that's why. That's why.
1: Not the fact you had Cisco bumping. No.
0: The air hockey. The air hockey tape was, was too what
1: loud. Yes. Ain't that a bitch.
0: <laughs> but anyway, the first good story. The first I uh first night. I told you about the pissed off neighbor. And we were loud that night. I mean, it was night number one. We had the McGregor fight on out in the garage. We had a nice garage. Oh, okay. We had ping pong tables. We had pool tables. We had air hockey. We had shuffleboard. We had like arcade video games, like legit arcade video games. Um, We had all kind of shit in this garage. It was badass. And it had a big screen on the wall. So we ordered the McGregor fight. We all split it, added on. um, And of course, night number one, we're all. Indulging in some alcoholic beverages, is pretty hard, and it's late night because you know the McGregor fight is you know probably don't come on till midnight because it's the main event or later, yeah. Or, so you know it's late. Saying so we were loud, so this guy got pissed off and he was knocking on our door, which the door to the house is all the way up the driveway. We're in the back, so all these kids start running out of the house, saying "There's this, there's this guy yelling through the door, knocking on the door," and we're just like, "What? Like what?" So me and BG and P, who's on the podcast, we walk up the driveway and there's this guy beating on our door, yelling through the door, through the glass. And we're just like, hey, what's the problem? What the hell's going on? He's like, you guys are way too loud. I got to work tomorrow. My wife's got to work tomorrow. And he came off the porch. I'm like, hey, calm down. Relax. You know, you don't have to be all upset. And then P... I mean, he's built. He's big time. He walked up to him and he had his shirt off, and he kind of, kind of flexed on him a little bit. And this guy changed his tune real quick, real quick. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's like, oh, no problem, no problem. You know, I'll, I'll head back if you guys just quiet down a little bit. We'll be all good. Oh, he quieted down real quick when he seen pee with his shirt off. Atta boy pee. But the thing is, I walked up first. I had my shirt off. That guy wasn't scared of me. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't scared of he me. He doubled DG. down
1: when he saw you with your sh- shirt off. Yeah,
0: he was ready to fight me. He was scared of pee though. But anyway, we got the cops called. Um, Florida's just soft, man. Ten o'clock. You can't be quiet at ten o'clock if you're on vacation. So Myrtle Beach, it is next year. Myrtle, back to back to the beach. Back to the beach. Back to Myrtle Beach. And you know how back to Old Faithful. Yeah, you said. Uh, Felt like I'd be cheating on my girlfriend Well I got caught cheating That's how bad Situation <laughs> I felt That's how that went Yeah And then Last but not least I still hate plane rides Do you hear my voice? I do You sound like shit Yeah And I've Sounded like shit Since I got back Friday We had a 6am flight And I tell you what DG I'm not shitting you We flew I was in the air for probably I don't know 10 minutes And my ear You know your ears pop Yeah Because the altitude change My right ear hasn't popped back yet. That's why I sound like this. Oh, man, that's a bad feeling. Dude, my right ear has given me so much shit these past however many days, five days. Pain, I've been stuffed up because, you know, it just feels clogged. And that's why it has a My left ear pops, I don't know, uh, a day or two after I got back. But this right ear is still clogged up. I feel I feel I feel all right. It's just my ear, and that's why I sound like my whole right side of my face is just clogged. So, so what? So that was Friday morning. Yeah, and we're recording on Wednesday evening. So it's been
1: almost a week. Yeah, and it still hasn't popped. You Been to the doctor? Nah, <laughs> not not about
0: that. Nah, nah, I'm not going to the doctor. Not that bad. I did some. I did some. You know, some Google searches. And they said it's. Absolute. Oh, they told
1: you you had ear cancer. That's what. That's what damn Web MD <laughs> told you. They told you that you had it. You're going to die next week. Uh, they they
0: said uh, it's adorable. They said you shouldn't sleep whenever you take off or when you land. And I was asleep for both. They said that's the main cause most of the time of your ears not popping back. Don't be awake whenever you take off and when you land. And I was asleep during both. So that's what did it. Probably that's what
1: did it. So this time around it wasn't the fact you had to shit, it was
0: <laughs> My damn ears.
1: Your ear popped and wouldn't unpop. Yeah. <laughs> it's always something.
0: Mm. Yeah, so that was that was my trip.
1: Well, hope you feel better, man.
0: I'll be alright. It's just an ear. Yeah. Who the hell needs don't to do dig- <laughs> Don't
1: go digging online though for, for what's wrong with you. That's that's a bad idea. Don't do that. Okay. Just I'm, just wait it out. I'm going to. Man up. I am. Okay. NBA champs, the Milwaukee Bucks. I was going I didn't need, I didn't know you had that one on the menu, but I was going to ask you, you being an NBA guy, you know,
0: kind of what your two cents is on on that. Uh, my two cents is Giannis Giannis is a monster. This guy, I believe, just took the ground for the most dominant basketball player on this planet Earth today. He is the most dominant player on there today.
1: Here's the thing, and I don't follow the NBA closely. I'll be honest with you. I, I didn't watch more than five minutes of a game this entire playoffs, but I do generally follow basketball, and I knew the, the Bucks won the championship. Is P.J. Tucker play for the Bucks? He sure does. Okay, besides him, I don't know anybody else that plays for the Bucs. Really, I couldn't get. I couldn't tell you one guy that plays for the Bucks. Drew Holiday,
0: Chris Middleton. Um, it's about as far as I got. Brooke Lopez. Good news the, to me the guy from uh, Pat Cop- Pat Covington? I don't Colton know. I think Covington? he played for yeah, he played for Notre Dame, I believe. I don't know, but my, my point
1: in saying that is, I mean, I'm a casual NBA fan, and the only the only player on the NBA championship team I can name you is Giannis. Okay, so. I'm going to second what you said about him being the most dominant player in the league because, I mean, he gets them to the NBA finals and then gets them
0: over the hump. He's got to be dominant. After being down 0-2. I forgot about that, yeah. So, last night in a closeout game, he went for 50, 14, and five blocks. Ooh, that's a line. Is he the most dominant player since Shaquille O'Neal. Now let me read you a few sh- let me read you a few stats here. You're gonna have to. Only two people have ever scored 30 plus per game and shoot 60% from the field in their first four finals games. Shaq and Giannis. Here's another one. There's only two people ever to score 40 plus and 10 plus rebounds in back to back finals games. Shaquille O'Neal and Giannis. I think we, there's an argument here that Giannis is just as dominant in the paint as Shaquille O'Neal was.
2: Did you see what Shaq posted on Instagram today? He is the new Superman. The new Superman. No, he, no, he, Shaq's always been the Superman. He's never called anybody else Superman. Dwight Howard tried to do it, and he just oh, uh, Shaq laughed, Shaq, Shaq laughed it off. Times. But Shaq called Giannis uh, Superman. Crazy. He said you are the modern day Superman. Yeah. Congratulations.
0: That's props right there. So I mean, this guy's shooting sixty percent from the field. Now, tell me a little bit more about
1: his style of play. I mean, Shaq probably didn't take a shot within outside of ten feet, you know? I mean, no. like everything everything he shot was in, in the paint or pretty damn close to
0: it. The difference between Giannis and Shaq is Shaq would catch the ball on the block and go to work. Giannis starts with the ball on top of the freaking key and goes to work, and gets to the he gets to the rim as a forward, and don't matter who's guarding, him. this guy can get to the rack. He's that strong. He's that athletic that he can beat anybody to the hole. Being a seven footer, I mean, and he's, still so, he's so long. Yeah, he's
1: got such a huge first step. Right. Right. So he's not a he's not a pull up guy. He's not a he's
0: not a shooter. He has no shot whatsoever. I and mean, I know he can't shoot foul shots. He can't shoot threes either. Okay. And he has no like. He's he's developed over this past year like a turnaround jumper, kind of like Kobe used to do off the block. He's developed that a little bit, but I mean, other than that, he he's not a shooter, dude. Well, he that, you he know, just gets be, to the rim because no one can stop him. Being a shooter is not a prerequisite
1: for being a dominant player. Right. And so based on what he you know, based on what he's what he showed the whole playoffs and, and here in the finals, it sounds
0: like ain't nobody could stop him. Nobody. So. Not a single person in the league can stop him. And no one could stop Shaq. So I think that's why, you know, Shaq's realizing, hey, this guy was like me. He is the modern day Superman. But anyway, speaking of you said you didn't know who played on the Bucks. Do you know they got two Olympians on their team? Oh. Drew Holiday and Middleton are playing on our, our Olympic team this year. Oh, hey. Good luck, boys. And they got to fly out with Devin Booker, who they just beat on Friday on the same plane. <laughs> Imagine how that conversation is going to go.
1: I don't think it would be too bad. I'm sure there's some mutual respect there. I'm,
0: I mean, it probably is. But, yeah. you know, if I'm a books guy, it, it, yeah. I'm going to crack a few jokes here. Sure,
1: today. sure. I mean, you, you got those bragging rights, you know. Right. But, but, it, it, but it, yeah, Olympics, man, opening ceremonies on Friday. So right. that'll, be, that'll be something to watch. Yeah.
0: I'm looking forward to watching a little Olympic back. If you get tired
1: of watching the Reds bullpen, you know, blow games, (sighs) then you can flip on over (laughs) to the Olympics. But that'd be that'd be good. It'd be something.
0: So speaking of dominance, you know, us three right here, we're big fans of sports, right? Um, getting off the NBA track, let's talk. uh, Let's talk some uh, about all the sports. And I was thinking, what is the hardest sport to go pro in? And I came up with a few. I want to... Well, I mean, you go ahead and answer it, DG, before I give you mine.
1: You know, I I gave this some thought, and there's a shit ton of pro sports out there. Oh, a lot. You know? And, uh, you know, some of the big ones here in America are Major League Baseball, NFL Football, obviously, and NBA, I'd say, are the big three, right? You got NHL, MLS, but of those... I mean look at Jose Altuve. He's what like 5'6", 5'5", 5'6". I mean he's a tiny guy. But he's one of the I mean he's he's a he's an MLB vet, he's a multi-year all-star. So I feel like Major League Baseball, baseball is one of the few sports where you can be a pretty average build and still and still be really really freaking good, you know? So I feel like that's one of the easiest sports to go pro. In. Really? I do. Baseball. Because you don't have to be a physical freak to be good at baseball. Okay. I mean, okay. It, it helps. I'm following you. You look at Aaron Judge, you know, he's yeah. huge. Yeah.
0: Right. I'm following you.
1: But like you don't have to be six five, two forty, solid, solid rock muscle to be good and be a major league baseball player. When I look at, you know, NBA, you're even the even the guards in the NBA are six four, six five. Most of them. You know? Yeah. So like NBA that's 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 step one like you got to be you got to have the right body type NFL I would make unless you're a quarterback or a kicker or a punter I, NFL <laughs> I'd make the same argument like you got to be a physical freaking specimen to be an NFL football player right or a long snapper or a
0: long snapper or oh, or the, a quarterback you the, know? the guy who holds the field goal.
1: The, um, the holder. The holder.
0: That'd be me. I'd yeah. be a great holder. You got good hands? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I understand what you're saying. But I, well, I was thinking, and then I'm gonna, let's spark this conversation, you said baseball would be one of the easiest. I had baseball down as one of my hardest.
1: I mean, ba- I, I see where you come from there.
0: Because it takes a special talent to hit a 100 mile an hour fastball or throw a 100 mile per hour fastball. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now, and I'd be I scared can't, to death I if I seen a hundred mile an hour fastball. Yeah. <laughs> I can't argue with that. I mean,
1: I think I was speaking strictly strictly from a physical standpoint. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, hitting a hitting a hitting a hundred and two mile per hour fastball off a rollest chapman and that thing's tailing and doing all kinds of crazy stuff on you, that's like one of the hardest things to do in sports. Yeah. You know? I mean, guarding LeBron James one on one's easier than doing that. Yeah. I would agree with that. That might be kind of a hot take. And it kinda of is a hot take, but I think you're right. I mean, you can you can at least move your body and get into LeBron yeah. a little bit, even if he gets by you and you know Or
0: you can at least foul
1: him. Yeah, you can at least hack him. Yeah. Or
0: some trip you, him. You ain't gonna hack at a and or two miles. Push or him fastballs. or doing
1: something. Yeah. I mean you can't you can't do anything with that thing, but just no. st- just hope it's to hit get you. out of the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just so don't hit you. <laughs> what do you think's the hardest? You know, there's professional swimmers. Swimming's freaking hard. Yeah. There's professional water polo players. There's professional rugby players. Rugby's brutal. How about you know, this? I I don't know. What 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 how do you about, got to how say? How about this?
0: Well, I had baseball. We kind of already hit on that. I, I just said baseball because, you know, it's, it's hard to hit a pitch like that. And that's one of the main parts of baseball is hitting the ball, you know. Not everybody's going to be able to hit a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. So that's why I said baseball. But – you guys think about golf? That was the thing that came to my mind. You now, how good you got to be to make the tour on golf? I think I do, but I probably don't. I mean, these guys... You know, we got a buddy, Kyle, who's a big listener of this podcast, and he's he's really, really good. But he's not that good to be on the tour. You know, he's not, he's not good enough to be on the tour. Sorry, Kyle, but... I mean that's just the way of, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's really good. Like he's probably he's, the best around here. He's the best one of the best golfers I've ever laid eyes on. Me too. He's probably the best I've ever laid eyes on, personally. But, you know, it takes a special talent to go pro the PGA tour on golf. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think to be a a professional golfer is that what mix of that is God-given talent versus just hard-ass work
0: and practice? Oh, I mean, it takes, it takes a lot of practice to be good at golf. I guarantee that. And Kyle, speaking of him again, he plays like five times a week. Right. He'll go after work and just go to the driving range for an hour every day. Or he'll say, well, I'm just going to go to the putting green and putt for an hour. So he wants to get better, or to stay good. He practices. Let's say you've been doing it.
1: As often as he has, for as long as he has, would you be as good as him? Hell no. So he's got some talent there. I mean, there's some of that's just God given. I would say,
0: yeah, I think all pro athletes. There's are no that way, way my skinny ass is going to drive 300 yards.
1: Me and one of my ex-girlfriends got into this argument one time, <laughs> and we fought to the death about this one. Her argument was, you take any person, any person. And you give them the right amount, the right type of coaching. They work out seven days a week for 10, 12 hours a day. And they can be as good as they want to be. So you take take whoever you want. Think of whoever you want. Her argument was you take whoever you want. Let's say you grab them in the sixth grade. Yeah. You give them Olympic-level coaches. They're training, let's say you know, let's say they're practicing basketball from the time they're in, let's say even earlier than that, let's say second grade. They're practicing basketball. Greg Popovich is their personal coach, and he's coaching them from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day. They only get breaks to eat, and they do that day after day after day after day after day. Now, it doesn't matter. Her argument was it doesn't matter if this this kid had parents that were 5'6 and 5'7", and they only end up being 5'8". It doesn't matter if this kid couldn't jump over a playing card. They, if, if they have that amount of practice with the right coaching, they could get to the NBA. That was her argument. No. That's what I, that's what I said. And I was, was like, to be, an, to be an NBA player, at some level, you gotta be giving some God-given gifts. Whether that's size, whether that's strength, whether that's jumping, whether that's basketball talent. Quickness. Doesn't matter. You have to have some type yeah. of athletic ability. It doesn't matter how skilled you are. Yeah. I so, agree. Okay. I just want to make sure we're on the same page with that. few more. That's, that's, I mean, that was
0: six years ago. That shit still fires me up. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. Tennis and UFC. Tennis is a hard sport. You've played some. Our pops used to play a lot of tennis. I tried a few times. I was terrible. (laughs) Tennis is hard. UFC, you just got to be a badass to make it into the UFC. Just a legit, lethal, badass. You got to have a
1: certain kind of mindset. Yeah. You got to be built a certain kind of way to be a UFC
0: fighter. Right. And I think that'd be hard for some people to have to get that mindset. It's either kill or be killed. I
1: mean, the bat, like mean, we're talking, like ninety nine percent of people don't have don't have it in them. Oh, yeah. Did you uh, you know, speaking of this, you watched the undercard fights for the McGregor fight, right? Mm-hmm. You remember uh Sean, Sean Sean O'Malley? Remember that fight? He fought the dude that had like the the uh, neon green mohawk.
0: Yeah. That and he just beat, beat the shit out of just him. Just
1: beat the tar out <laughs> of yeah. him. Yeah. And the guy never, I mean, he didn't tap him. No. The doctors had to stop the fight. Which there was 30 seconds left. Right. Let the guy go. And I mean, granted, he he did that and he took that beating for 75 grand. Yeah. On like, what, five days notice or something crazy. Yeah. But the fact that he got in the ring and was willing to take that kind of punishment, I mean, that's how all UFC fighters are. Yeah. I mean, you got to have you got to There's going to be some a little something wrong with you upstairs if you're willing to get in and take that kind of punishment. Yeah, I mean that guy was getting paid either way, but he didn't give up. No, I mean he got his shit rocked. People were for three straight rounds. People were saying that the fans were chanting Rocky. He Rocky, took he Rocky. took two
0: hundred and forty seven punches to the face. Yeah,
1: I mean. I 247 saw, punches to the face. I saw the
0: highlights, and that dude got his clock straight clean. Jeebity Christmas. But anyway,
2: Corey, you got anything to add on the hardest sport to go pro in? Uh, I, you threw out golf, and then I was going to throw out tennis, too. I think a bunch of individual sports would be hard. Just to always be in that right mindset and have those different coaching would be hard. and And I agree. I think basketball of the main sports would be the hardest, just based on numbers alone. Like baseball, you can throw out almost twenty people per team that gets to play a a major a a role in a team. Where basketball, you might go seven, eight deep. That's only couple couple people compared to twenty a team. Correct. So I
1: mean, what what if you had to pick one sport? What would it be? Ah,
0: shit. I think I'm going to go with golf.
1: We're talking PGA Tour yes. level golf. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I can't really. I don't have a, I don't have a bone to pick with that answer at all.
0: Okay. Corey, you gonna go with? Yeah, probably golf. Okay. DG, last thought.
1: I'll take. I'll take NBA. Okay.
0: Yeah. So moving on, let's do some trending topics. We're half hour in. That's good conversation right there. Good. Good starter. Good starter piece, boys. So. Trending topics. Did you guys see the uh, video of that carnival ride? Yes. F- almost flipping over. And then bystanders had to like jump on the railing and like tip it back before it fell over. Yeah. So it got me thinking here. Let's go, let's go to the carnivals. Let's go to the fairs. Do you think these, these carnies that set up these rides, what, what do you think the percentage is that, these guys are either messed up on some kind of drug or have been drinking alcohol while they're setting these rides up. Because you got to think, these guys live at these spots at a week at a time, and they travel they travel the United States and set these bad boys up. So you know they're... And if you get a good look at them or you have a, if you talk to them down Carney Alley at the fairs, these guys are some characters. And from what I've noticed, they're not always sober. So... What are the chances that when they're setting these rides up, these guys are messed up? I'd say it's a coin flip. Fifty <laughs> fifty. I'd
1: say it's split right down the middle, fifty fifty. And if and if you come across one that's not on something, he wants to be. <laughs> Absolutely. He's gonna find something. <laughs> yeah. But no, like I've seen I've set tents up at the Ross County Fair oh, before yeah. and I've seen I've seen where these dudes live for the week. Yeah. I mean, what, what do people think? You think they're they come out of their trailers in the morning they go To go open up the, you know, ping pong toss to win a goldfish and they're getting piss tested? No, no way. No. I mean, I guarantee half of them didn't go to sleep that night. Probably not. (laughs) They probably didn't sleep. I mean, I don't know, dude, you can make a reality show out of that right there. Oh, yes. That'd be a great show. So
0: who's to say these guys don't forget, don't they forget to put a bolt in this ride? A very, very specialized bolt that needs to be in that ride, and someone forgot to put it in. That's why I almost tipped over.
1: And you know, I mean, every time they set a ride up somewhere, they got to assemble it. Yeah. And somebody's got to do the assembly.
0: Somebody's got to do it.
1: And they're, and there's, uh, you know... Uh, and oh,
0: here's old Donnie sitting back here behind the ride with his bottle of Jack.
1: <laughs> or somebody's hit the pipe before they got out there. Yeah. Or, or who knows what? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Unbelievable! On shrooms out there, trying to put the Ferris wheel together. So it got me thinking. You know, we talked about the guys sipping back on grandma's cough syrup before they go to work. But what if, you know, we were carnies? <laughs> what game would you want to run, or what ride game or ride? What would you want to do if you were a carny? I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to do the. I wouldn't want to do a ride. I, would, I wouldn't I would want to deal with the kids puking and shit. Yeah. And the yeah. little mouthy kids like slobbering and sneezing all over the rides and stuff. Like, I don't I don't want to deal with that.
1: I wouldn't want to do a ride. And I'll be honest with you. I've never seen one carny running one carnival ride in my life that looked like they were having a good time. <laughs> that <laughs> looks like, you know what? I'm doing exactly what I want to do with my life right now. Mm-hmm. They're always smoking. At least, at least if you're doing a game, you're in the shade. Yeah. That's, yeah. you know. If it starts raining, hey, no worries. We got a roof over our heads. But, you know, the game I always thought was the scam was the one where there's three bottles on the bottom and then the two bottles jugs. and then one on top. And you had one ball and yeah. you had to knock them all down. Yep. I, I always heard that that game was just rigged. Yeah.
0: Well, spoiler alert, most of the Carney games are rigged.
1: Yeah. It wasn't just that one. <laughs> I believe I mean, these guys got to make money somehow. Well,
0: yeah. Well, how about this? So you... Would you want to run that one because you're always going to win? I would, yeah. Okay, You just talk shit to people all day. So I had two choices, and I think I'd want to run the basketball game. Talk about one that's rigged. The basketballs, I mean, you've got to literally hit it perfect to get it in that rim. The ball barely fits. Yeah, And he'll show you, like I've asked him a few times, hey, does this ball even fit? And he'll put it in there, but baby, you better swoosh it. You better not hit nothing. Yeah, It's got to be perfect. And, I mean, no one ever wins that game. You don't see someone out there just banging threes.
1: No, you don't. Or
0: banging foul shots. You don't You don't see it ever. Or, now this game's not rigged, but I think uh, it could be. I think this would be fun. The fast pitch.
1: Yeah, that'd be fun. I guarantee you that radar
0: gun's way off. <laughs> exactly, where you got to guess your pitch. Who's to say this guy ain't got a clicker? Yeah. Know, if he picks his own winners.
1: That damn radar gun's just programmed to spit out random numbers I know it, <laughs> it is it doesn't matter
0: how hard you're throwing I guarantee it what's the fastest you've ever thrown on a fast pitch like at the paints <sighs> game or at like a carnival I think I I might have hit 60 one time oh man growing up I think I might
1: have hit 60 I think I was in the high 60s but that was on like a double crow hop <laughs> <laughs> yeah no one's out there winding up no. like a pitcher no I don't know that would be a fun one though that would be another one where you could just do a lot of shit talking, but I'll bet you the the milk the milk bottle one. I'll bet you there's some shady ass carnies out there that glue one of those bottles down.
2: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I I'm g- sure. Th- I guarantee
0: sh- it happens. I'm sure there's all kind of shenanigans.
2: Yeah.
0: I would like to get a carny on this podcast and interview him about.
1: That'd be fantastic. That'd be
0: fun, wouldn't it? I don't know why we haven't done that already. <laughs> Maybe we did, we'll, maybe during the fair. We got
1: to get out mm-hmm. there and recruit one. Yeah.
0: We'll recruit one at the fair this year. We'll take our uh, portable equipment and we'll just interview him right there on the spot. You're just going to bring him down here in the basement of your house? No, I'm interviewing him at his game.
1: At, <laughs> at, at the game. Yeah. I
2: like it. At the game we and everything. Hell yes, we will. Just have to borrow someone's camper and just have our own little studio in it. We could. There we go. We could. I got a game for you, real quick, before you go on to the next one. What about the one where you have the two handles and you have the thumb button and it oh, shoots, the score out, gun game. shoots out water to the? Because that would be entertaining. Because every time you get people doing it, you got four or five and you have a race. So you get to see a little. And you race could be like and, announcing it. Yeah, that I would be that, that, that one would be, be entertaining. Yeah. yeah, that'd be different other than the sports ones that we. The do only thing
1: about that is somebody wins every time. So yeah, you're always giving out
2: prizes, right? But it keeps you active and engaged because there's game going on. It would make the day. Yeah, go quicker, I like that.
1: But I like I would I would like going a whole day and nobody freaking wins. Nobody wins, game. and you could say it. You can say no one's won this game. You up? You no, want to try me? No one's no one's gotten a prize at this booth in the last three days,
0: homie. <laughs> Good luck. Keep walking. Walk on, hard ass. <laughs> Next trending topic. Dg already hit on it. Bezos. His bogus space trip. Bogus. Oh. Hot I take. Bogus. Now let me let me go in on this one. The rocket. A few things. The rocket looked like a huge cock. I don't think anybody can debate that one. It just looked like a big old Johnson. Big old wiener flying in the air. Was he overcompensating? <laughs> I could be. He's got too much money that he knows what to do with. And if you say you're going to space, go to space. He only went to the Carmen line. What is that? Do you know what the Carmen line is? I don't. Fill me in, NASA. It's basically the line that separates our atmosphere from space. The line is between 347,563 feet. To 351,210 feet. Now here's the kicker the highest flight by a plane is 300,067, no, 367,490 feet. So this guy didn't even break the record of the highest plane flight. Really? And he said he went to space. Did you, where did you come up? where did you get that fact? I did my research Is that today. your own research? I did that today. I tell you what, if that's accurate. This guy didn't even beat the plane. It, you could go in a plane and fly higher than what he did in that rocket. So you're saying, because you gave a lower limit
1: and an upper limit there for the Kármán line, right? Yeah. that's It's in between so, three forty seven and 351,000. All right, so by your definition, you're not in space until you've broken that
0: upper limit. Yes. Which they did not. They did. They were in there. They They were were in in the range, but they did
1: not go high. I don't
0: think so, no. But the plane, according to this stat, a plane has been to space. 367,000 feet in the air. And he didn't go that high. Didn't go that high. No. So if he wanted to, if he's a billionaire, which he is, he could just ride on a plane that high if he wanted to. So that's why I say it's a bogus space trip. I mean, if you're going to go to space... I want you to go to space. Do you think when he was up there, it turned black when he looked out his window? Not if... No, he no, didn't. Not based on the stats you gave No, me. He, he didn't see space. When I think space, I'm thinking you're up there, you see the black, you see the stars, you see, you know, you see down, you look down, you're at Earth, you see Earth. He didn't see that. So you're... Okay. Let me
1: ask you this. If a craft goes high enough to experience anti-gravity, are they in space? Well, he experienced that for four minutes. There have been
0: airplanes that have experienced that, before. right? But I'm thinking, no, I don't call that space. You're, you're talking. I want to. I want it to be black, no lights. It's black. You're out of that. You're completely out of the atmosphere. You're out of it. That's space to me. Then yeah, you didn't go.
1: They that's didn't why go to I space. call this bogus. That's that's a bogus trip to me. Based on that definition, I'd have to agree with you. You got thoughts on this? You know, my only real issues with the whole thing was i was watching the interview when they came back down why the hell was he wearing a cowboy hat what what's with the what's with the cowboy hat and the cowboy boots i didn't see that jeff either what what the hell you think you're space cowboy what is what is up with that i didn't see it the other thing is why did you feel it was necessary to take an 82 year old woman with you i think some of
2: those they paid they paid a quarter million dollars to go the, I think the, the only other
1: people, the only paying customer, was like a seventeen or eighteen year old kid.
2: Okay, I saw somebody paid. I just assumed all the
1: eighty-two of them year did. old woman is a former astronaut okay. who's been to space before. And gotcha. She just wanted to ride along, and I think he well, said, "Okay, come along."
2: I can tell you right now,
0: she was disappointed in this space trip. I don't know, man. On that interview, she was wound up.
1: She was pretty, pretty pumped. I bet
0: Bezos paid her to say that.
1: Mm-hmm. Could be, and then his brother went too. But hell, you don't know. Yeah. He could have been in on the whole thing, the whole dirty thing.
0: I guarantee it, man. Them guys got so much money, they, they're they paying people off to say it was awesome. I mean, it's not, I mean, yeah, it's kind of cool. It's cool. You know what? You did it. You're in this space race, you know, with Elon Musk and that guy you mentioned earlier. What was his name?
1: Uh, I don't remember. Richard Carmen. Richard Branson. Branson. Yeah.
0: Well, I've seen where Bezos went like 100 feet higher than that guy. So I guess he's the in the lead of the yeah, space that race.
1: Yeah, that's the whole thing. Like everybody was saying, oh Branson, Branson did it before you did it, and then they they said, well, we went hundred foot higher. Yeah,
0: who gives a shit? Yeah, I, I think it's all a bunch of crock of shit. Honestly, if you want to go to space, land on the moon or something, bring back some moon dust yeah. and then come talk You're to telling us. me? So, is that is, you got anything else on that? Because I know I know you like the space stuff. I do.
1: I really haven't been following it too close. Yeah, let I don't you need. Let me ask you this. What do you have to say about people who, there's a lot of people out there who say, hey, Richard Branson, hey, Jeff Bezos, you got all this money. Why not doing something good for the world with it? Like, why not, instead of spending it on space toys, why not, you know, go feed people that are hungry? And why not, yeah. you know, what do you have to say to why that? Why not
0: give Flint, Michigan some freaking
1: water? Just give Flint some, <laughs> some something to drink. Shit! Install a drinking
0: fountain. Oh, I feel I'm with you on that. Hundred percent. I think all this space shit is just bogus. The thing let about, NASA deal with it. As crazy as it is to build
1: your own rocket and fly the damn thing to space and hire your all your all your own scientists and mission control and all that, it's still just a drop in the bucket for these guys, man. Yeah.
2: I saw it cost seventeen billion dollars. It only lasted about eleven minutes. So the average was one point four million dollars or billion. One point four billion dollars a minute. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
1: That is, that's just that's. You're right. I mean, that's that's to the point where one one person has way too much money. Yeah, they have way more money than than they can
0: they can use. You know what I mean? So for all you listeners out there, the uh, random fact of the pod, the Carmen line is three hundred forty-seven thousand feet to three hundred fifty-one thousand feet in the air, and it is the imaginary line that separates our atmosphere from space. Don't forget it. You heard it here first. Actually, you can just look it up on Google because I did that too. (laughs) DG, do you know what today is? Wednesday, the 21st of July, 2021. Do you know what today is?
1: Today is
0: uh, National Guinea Pig Day, right? Today is National Hot Dog Day. Dang it, I knew this one, but I was writing. National (laughs) Hot Dog Day. So my question for you two is what's all this fuss about people saying ketchup don't belong on a hot dog? I haven't heard that. Oh, there there's no. been some fuss. I haven't heard I've seen it been all that. over social media. That's stupid. I think it's stupid. That's straight up stupid. What do you like on your hot Are dog? Are they criticizing ketchup alone? No, just they just say it, it, don't be, it don't belong on a hot dog. I've heard I've seen several people
1: say that online today. You know in the past week. Let me throw this one out. I got I got an argument for him. I like all beef Franks. I feel like those are the best ones. All beef. You know what else is made of beef? Hamburgers. You know what's good on hamburgers? Ketchup. Ketchup.
0: Right. Ketchup. I'm not arguing that at all. Enough said. (laughs) So, with that being said, National Hot Dog Day. If you go somewhere or if you're at a cookout, say you go to like some restaurant that is known for their badass hot dogs. Dirty Franks. What do you want on it? What do you want on your hot dog? Is it just a hot dog? Just a hot dog. Hot dog in a bun. That's it. What do you put on
1: it? I what mean, what are your condiments? If I could get any hot dog at any place in the world and I could get exactly what I wanted on it, give me give me Frankfurt Dairy Cone, Foot Long <laughs> with Sauce and Cheese. Is that I don't know if that was the answer you're looking for. I like it. Because yeah, it's yeah, no it's there's no ketchup there. Right.
0: I've got two ways I like
1: long with sauce and cheese, baby. All day. <laughs>
0: I like my hot dogs two ways. One, ketchup, mustard. That's it. Ketchup, mustard. So, two, chili cheese dog with onions and jalapenos on it. Oh, loaded. Yep. Chili and cheese.
1: You can't miss. You can't onions, mix. Jalapenos. You're not mixing chili and ketchup. Am I? No, 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 yeah. no, no, no.
0: It's one or the other. That's why I said I had two, like a cookout. Yeah, it's got to be ketchup mustard.
1: Well, I'll say this: if I can't get one with with uh, sauce or chili chili sauce on it or whatever, then second place is going to be ketchup mustard. Do you like relish? Uh every now and then. I, I'm a, I'm more of a, a relish guy on my brats than my hot dogs. And there ain't nothing like a brat with sauerkraut on it, but that's a different conversation. Every now and then, though, on a plain hot dog, I'll go, I'll swirl the ketchup and the mustard. And if I'm getting real squirrely, and if the option's available to me, I'll go one stripe of mayo right down the middle. Wow. Wow. I'll go one stripe of mayo right down the middle. I'll do it. Jeez. I'll do it.
0: That's ballsy.
2: (laughs) What about you, Corey? You guys hit on the topic, or the main ones. I'm a chili. I'm a chili dog kind of person i like skyline probably my favorite (laughs) i always enjoyed skyline down in in, uh cincinnati or in the different areas but yeah iconic even just had a cookout like you guys said ketchup okay mustard
0: so um what do you guys think about the psychopaths who eat hot dogs with nothing on it raw dogging i can do it (laughs) (laughs) i don't have a problem with it I think I I think you're
2: psycho. I eat a hot
1: dog with nothing on nothing it. Nothing on it. That's like it's eating just a dry. salad with no dressing.
2: Yeah. I'll go one step further. What about eating a cold?
1: Yeah. <laughs> right? Eating a cold right? dog? Yeah, you've never, never yeah. done it. On a bun. I'm not no. trying to get no. salmon out. No, oh,
2: no You don't eat it on a bun, you just pull it straight out of the package and you eat it. Oh, oh fuck. What are we out here? Seagulls? You've never done that? <laughs> it's just balloon it's essentially a balloony wrapped up in a hot dog. Oh fuck that just <laughs> that just don't sound healthy to me man oh, freaking psycho that You're, sounds rough you get two on the grill one when you get to eat before you throw it on the grill do you dip do you dip it in no. wa- a cup of water too no you just right out of the package I mean, I, I get, in the I, mouth
1: I get your argument I mean it really is just baloney in a tube form yeah but in hogs assholes I've never That's done it thing. never done it and yeah. probably never will you have to have one next time you make one uh, it just sounds un-American I don't to me. know about
0: that alright well hell a take there Corey. um craft
2: <laughs> mac and cheese ice cream mm-hmm. first thoughts i i saw this and i sent it to to you guys um i, I wouldn't try it <laughs> but i know they're just trying it's because Kraft made it and it's just it even looks like it like if you mix it up and it's even that orange color it's not for me um there's no way in hell i'm ever going to try Kraft mac and cheese ice cream
0: no i'll say this Certain things go together well, and they
1: sound good going together, like ice cream and candy bars. Yeah. Like ice cream and cake or ice cream. And cookies. And cookies, exactly. Ice cream and chocolate sauce or strawberry sauce or whatever you want to say. Ice cream goes with a lot of shit, but... At first, first glance... Ice cream and, and mac and cheese doesn't appear to be two things that, that are going to mesh well together. But in the same breath, I'll say, I I love ice cream. And I'll be damned if I don't love mac and cheese. <laughs> and so you put them two together, mm-hmm. I'll give it a bite.
0: I'll give it a bite. Well, if you ever see it, Corey, oh, yeah. we got to get it. Uh, I will. And we'll try it. Make a YouTube video out of it. Sure. So... My heater a few weeks ago um, was the McDonald's is trash besides their breakfast. We put up a poll on Twitter. Um, Thumbs up, thumbs down is McDonald's trash besides their breakfast. 58% of people agreed with me. 42%. The majority. The majority agreed with me. I think we had over 40 votes or something. I don't know. So McDonald's, boys, I mean, the people agree. I enjoy
2: it. Lunch and dinner, you enjoy that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not more of a breakfast person, but I could still go by and get me a double quarter pounder of cheese only and a large sweet tea. Okay. DG, any thoughts on the people siding with
0: me on this one?
1: You know, the results didn't really surprise me. I mean, it really, I feel, I feel like from lunchtime on, you look at their menu, it, it, it's not nothing special it's pretty bland it's pretty it's pretty basic
0: compared but here's, to the, here's other fast food places here's the thing man like i'm gonna go off what you're saying like if you look at their lunch and their dinner the freaking drive throughs are always packed so people like mcdonald's oh yeah do they like it because it's easy or do they like it because it's cheap or do they like it because they actually like
2: the food there lot, i doubt that a lot of it's kid driven Right, like there's younger kids. That's happy all, meals. That's the only thing they'll eat. I mean, not even just happy meals. Just chicken nuggets, pist- six piece chicken nugget. And that's all yeah. they'll eat. Yeah, the fry. That's a good point.
1: Um, but I, I just think it's it's better. It's at least in the top ten of fast food places just for the breakfast. That's 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 my opinion. I'm not oh, going, I'm yeah. not going to say it's top five at, by any stretch.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I like their breakfast. The breakfast is good. I but. tell you. It's not top 10 overall because their lunch menu is not good. Yeah.
1: I'm kind of shooting off of that real, real quick. Um, I went, I, I was in the mood for Dairy Queen the other day. I was going to stop in for a blizzard. Yeah. But I got up to the wind. I got up to the give my order and I was, you know what? I need, I need a little more substance. So I went and got a double cheeseburger and some fries and a blizzard. Now, the Blizzard, we all know how good those are. Great. The fries, take them or leave them. But that burger I had was the best, the best fast food drive through cheeseburger I've ever had. Really? At any restaurant. Holy yeah. shit. And this isn't counting Five Guys. Five Guys yeah. isn't drive through Yeah. But it was damn close to a Five Guys burger. Really? And this is drive through And wow. they, that's not the first mm. excellent burger I've had from Dairy Queen. Do
0: not sleep on Dairy Queen cheeseburgers. You heard it here first, straight out of DG's mouth. <laughs> Don't sleep on them. So I seen a tweet, we're going to stay in the fast food industry for a few more minutes here. I seen a tweet and it said, "I've seen many things in my travels, but never this." And it was a picture of a Popeyes, a Taco Bell, and a Pizza Hut all in one. And the guy called it a Pop Taco Hut. <laughs> I've never seen it before in his life. And this guy eats a lot of fast food. So I quote tweeted it on the sip and serve page. And we had a listener reach out and he says, that brings up a great question. Which three fast food restaurant combinations would make the best trio? So as a podcast, let's, let's debate. If you could put three into one building, Side by side by side, what would be the best three? And I kind of thought of everybody here. So I'm gonna give you mine, and we'll go off of it. We're going to corner the chicken market with Chick Fil A. Everything chicken. So if you want chicken, bam, you got it. They got mac and cheese, and everybody loves their waffle fries as well. So you can get the you I mean you can get the chicken, the waffle fries, mac and cheese, whatever you want there. Then we're going to go to the Mexican. We're going to keep Taco Bell in because now you got the Mexican market cornered. It's all there. But this is where it gets, you need to get a burger in there somewhere. So we got Chick fil A, Taco Bell, and I wanted to go with Wendy's. But Wendy's, you know, they've got chicken too. What if we put a Five Guys in there? A Chick fil A, Taco Bell, Five Guys trio. Or we could substitute it out and just put Wendy's in there because everybody loves a good Wendy's meal.
1: I don't know if I feel right about putting the five guys in there because to me, it's not really, it's like mid level fast
0: food. Yeah, it's not real fast food. I understand what you're saying. It's but,
1: not drive through, quick, quick turnaround level yeah, fast food. I was
0: food. thinking five guys because you were going to be here tonight. Yeah. I appreciate that. So I'm gonna let's. See, I'm gonna put Wendy's in there. Chick Fil A, Taco Bell, Wendy's—the best trio combination that ever could be made in one single restaurant. DG, what do you think? What are your three? Well, my three, I'm
1: going uh, Taco Bell, Dairy Queen, because of the burgers and because of the desserts. The desserts. And my uh, my third is gonna be the winner of the fast food uh, March Madness bracket. Um, Arby's. Arby's. Arby's I thought about Arby's Roast beef They got some roast beef so, I mean obviously yeah. and then, But they got some good chicken sandwiches there right. too um, Good salads And they got good cold cuts Good cold
2: cuts I mean it, You know It's Arby's A little bit of everything Yeah What about you Corey? So mine would be I'm uh, uh, going Wendy's Yep Going Raising Cane's as my chicken I like Raising Cane's way better than Chick-fil-A I know Chick-fil-A has a little more options, but as far as just chicken and I don't mind their coleslaw and their fries, I it's way better. I think their bread's the best thing they got. Yep. And then my fourth one would be Steak and Shake. No. No. Do you think that's fast food? Because Steak yeah, and Shake didn't even... Through, it's got a window. Okay.
1: They do have a window.
2: So you wouldn't consider that one fast food? I don't think... we I mean, it didn't even make our March Madness bracket. That's a fail on you. Then you set up the bracket.
1: Oh well, I don't think Steak
2: and Shake is considered fast. Let's put it to a vote.
1: Is Steak and Shake <laughs> considered fast food? We good.
2: Well, then if Steak, uh, is, if steak okay. and Shake doesn't it, count, so then well, are you counting like Subway and sandwiches? Yep. So then I would do Jersey Mike's. Would be my fourth. So, my so you, you got Jersey Mike's, yes. Wendy's, and Raising Raisin Cane. Canes. I've got.
0: Chick fil A, Taco Bell, and Wendy's. DG's got Taco Bell, Arby's, Arby's, and Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. There you have it. Let's move on to the text. Let's move on to the text this week. First text, we got a lot of them, so bear with us. First text, pretty plain and simple. Big John fucks. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's
1: seconded by all of us. Big John. How come Big John hasn't been on yet? That's my question.
0: Well, we, we we're in the talks.
1: Oh yeah, well we've been in the talks for six months. We
0: got to get him down here whenever him and Uncle Buck can make it at the same time.
1: Have them both call off work. They work at the same damn place.
0: <laughs> we'll get them on.
1: They went they went to lunch one day. They both had some bad egg salad. Boom! They're here the next day. Have yeah. them call off.
0: So Easy. Uh, the tall boys this week are from Big John. So yeah, Big John does fuck. He's supported us from the beginning. Um, so whoever sent that in yeah you're right he does next one from Hayden life of a UPS delivery driver is rough the weekend doesn't start until noon on Saturday yeah that would be rough
1: so noon on Saturday till
0: Monday Monday morning 9am like yeah mm.
1: so your Friday mornings are shot or yep. your Friday nights are shot yep So that's like half a weekend, really. Yeah,
0: half a weekend. UPS delivery drivers, they're always busy. Work long hours.
1: They do. These guys work hard, man. Yeah.
0: Thanks for the text. Scotty P here. Rolski, all I have to say is you have a voice of a fucking angel.
1: I think he's probably referring to your rendition of uh, the Star Spangled Banner. I think he was, too. Thanks,
0: Scotty. Appreciate that. Then he also said another one. Says Scotty P here again. DG, fantasy football fucks. I'm in on this top fan fantasy league. I should definitely be in it. I've been playing since 2012 and your boy is a top fan. I may not have been on the podcast yet, but I've been a true listener since it started. I'll wear a tux to my fucking interview. Put me in coach. Also the office sucks. Big ones. I was going to roast DG about fantasy, but he made up for it with the craft beers argument. I'm all for the dark diesel oil beer. Thoughts on that.
1: I mean, uh, can't I'm not surprised at all with the fantasy football pushback. Most, most guys our age, like fantasy football. Yeah, I just happen to be one that hates it. Okay. So,
0: <laughs> what do you think about him saying that he would wear a tux to his interview for the league? I love that. Yeah, we're going to have to get him in. I here mean, in a if tux. he, if
1: he, yeah, if he, if if he walks in with a tux for an interview, I don't care what the job is, I'm hiring him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's in <laughs> if he wears a tux. Just because of Step Brothers. Yeah.
0: Next one, damn, DG, how you going to hate on fantasy sports like that? It doesn't take up a lot of time to draft or even change your lineup every week. It's definitely not a waste of time. You can make it a new hobby that you can win money doing. Only thing that makes our fantasy league seem like a job is Otis (laughs) messaging you every day, all day, wanting to trade, and they are never good trades. Everyone that's in a league with him can vouch for this. And Rolski, I'd love to be in that league. I finally won our league this year, even after losing my number two overall pick earlier in the year. So, we got some guys wanting the fantasy football league. Sounds like it.
1: And they have, they have, they all, you know, we got some guys that have issues with my take. And that's why it was a hot one. mm -hmm. I knew, I knew they would. It's a heater. That's exactly. And I'll tell you this I probably wouldn't feel as strongly about fantasy football as I did if every time I'm around Otis between the months (laughs) of the mid August. And mid-January, he's not constantly talking about fantasy football because I think with him doing that, gives me the impression that, damn, i got to quit my job to be in a, in a fantasy football league because
0: that's how he makes it seem. Yeah, he's a wildcat when it comes to fantasy. Like, he will not leave you alone. No. Next one. From Lexi, got a heater I know DG and my fiancé will debate me on. They are both good, but Friends is better than Seinfeld. I'll let you handle this one.
1: Well, first things first, it's Seinfeld, not Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> Read a book. <laughs> Secondly, let me throw some stats at you, okay? Seinfeld. Let me throw some—I mean, obviously, this is a matter of personal opinion, but let me throw some stats at you. The first episode of Seinfeld aired in 1989, okay? The first episode of Friends aired in, like, the mid-'90s sometime. Who, get, who gives a shit, Okay? <laughs> Seinfeld, it's based in the setting, Upper Manhattan, okay? You got four friends, middle-aged, 25 to 35 years old, who discuss everyday events, their relationships, whatever they're into. Where do they hang out? A coffee shop. Friends, where's it set? Upper Manhattan. Of all places in the world, it's also set in Upper Manhattan, okay? You got... A few friends, all aged 25 to 35, who all just talk about what? Everyday events in their relationships. Where do they hang out? A coffee shop. Is that all coincidence? Is it? I think not. I don't think it is. Because what I think is the creators of Friends saw how popular and how iconic of a TV show Seinfeld was, the greatest sitcom of all time. And said, you know what? Let's get these other actor and actors and actresses together. Let's see if we can recreate it. But let's hit a different demographic of audience that might not already be into Seinfeld. Let's make it a little more mainstream and a little less offbeat like Seinfeld is. That's why I hate Seinfeld. That's, that's why I hate Friends. Because they tried to take what Seinfeld did, rewrap it, and then resell it to America. It wasn't original at all. Not original at all. Now, were there some good actors and actresses on Friends? Hell yeah, David Schwimmer, Matthew Perry, uh, the LeBlanc guy, uh, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Jennifer Aniston—great actors and actresses who went on to have fine careers, right? But the the main characters on Seinfeld are icons: George Costanza, Cosmo Kramer, Elaine Bennis, Jerry Seinfeld. Those are iconic names. Those are those are. Faces and voices that people that never even watched Seinfeld recognize.
0: Iconic. Iconic. That's all I have to say. Going to leave it at that. Moving on. From Jake, I'm in that fantasy football league and I'm winning that shit. Calling his shot. Calling his shot already before he's even in. I like it. I like it. (laughs) I like the cockiness. I do. Thanks for the text, Jake. What's up, fellas? marty marr here dg welcome back my guy good to hear you you can't beat having the original ogs it just doesn't get any better let's get to it though number one i agree tuesdays are the worst days of the week tuesdays are just pure hell we call it at school the turn up tuesdays because the kids are acting a damn fool number two Love the seasons as they are now. Fall is the best season. From sports, football starting up, to foods, candy apples, ciders, etc. To the best festivals, pumpkin shows, shout out Circleville, Ohio. To a lot of great outdoor activities. Number three, my weekend starts the minute I walk out of work Friday. I just can't get in the mindset of waking up positive heading into work. Because there are Fridays where I'm getting my ass kicked. So walking out the door Friday is when my weekend starts. Not everybody Rolski can have the same energy every Friday. But hey, I get it and I respect it. Number four. Now to the Pop-Tarts. Y'all must be out of your damn minds. Shake my head. The best Pop-Tarts are brown sugar. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Microwaved, out the container, toaster oven, it doesn't matter. It is the best one. Five. Five. Fellas, I believe I should be a part of the Sip and Serve Fantasy League. I'm out here to win. I'm a competitor. We will be out here making moves, trying to win. DG, you're all wrong about fantasy, man. You can be laid back or all in. I'm all in, so let's go. I should also be a part of it because I am the token black guy on the show when I am on. Love the pod, boys. And Rolski, happy birthday, brother. Wow. That's a good take. What a text. Anything to say, DG? I mean, there's a lot there. Tuesdays are the worst days. Agreed. Turn up Tuesdays. Um, he loves the seasons. He seems like he loves fall, you know, football, the foods, whatever, the festivals. And then um, the weekend starts on Friday.
1: I mean, if you if you know Fridays are rough, they're going to be rough before you even step foot in the door, I'd probably be the same as him, man. It'd be hard to get fired up for him. Right.
0: Right. Pop tarts, brown sugar. I mean, what was that number yeah, two on yeah, our list? Two or three.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, we weren't
0: that far off, Marty. No, it Jesus, get off her back. That yeah, was definitely top Shit, three. I thought we of one
2: we didn't even mention. We didn't even mention a chocolate one. Eh, I'm not into the I chocolate a, ones. I had a step brother that every every day before school he would have a toasted chocolate one with a cup of milk. That was his breakfast for like four years.
0: Huh. And then he says he wants in the fantasy league and wish me a happy birthday. So thanks for the text, yes, Marty, dude. Yeah, I mean.
1: If you don't make this fantasy league happen at this point, oh, it's going to happen. There's going to be some a mob after you. It's going to happen. <laughs> can I can can I be in it? I thought I already told you to kick rocks. Well, I thought of, if I could, I thought if I could be in it, I won't show up for the draft, so they'll auto draft for me. No, we're and not. Then I won't entertain any trades. No, and then I'll just look. That's just a waste of a spot. Let's just see if I
0: kick everybody's ass. That's just you won't you won't. Moving on. The fact that Rolski can sit here and talk about how good these staged reality shows are and talk shit about The Office, which he's never even seen, blows my mind. The Office fucks. Yeah, I don't like The Office. I don't want to watch it. I've never seen it. I don't want to see it. I think that's
1: that's the issue that this listener has, is you're going to talk shit about it and you haven't even sat through... A full I episode. Mean, yeah,
0: I've been flipping through channels, and I've watched, you know, a minute or two of it, and then just, just don't get into it. You don't like The Office either, right? Were you one of the ones that said, do you I want I don't
1: it? mind The Office. I don't love it. Yeah. I'm not a diehard Office guy, yeah. but I think it's funny.
0: Okay. Corey, you said you didn't like it, yeah, right? Yeah, I was the one that brought it up for okay. The heater. Okay. So, yeah, whoever this is, why are you getting on me for? Corey's the <laughs> one who said it. Send your hate to him.
2: Well, Shit. I, well, I said, I mean, I, and I did. I've watched, like, the first season, and- I just, I, like I said, I don't like the camera angle. I don't like anything really about I don't like the plot, nothing. Okay. Well, there you have it. Opinions are opinions. Hey, boys, it's
0: Joel again. Thanks for doing your top five review I asked for, but I'm a little upset. First off, you never put a Pop-Tart in a microwave. That's just disrespectful. But I'd have to give you my top first. Cherry. None of y'all suggested. Disappointing. Number one. Number two is Wildberry. Number three is a Toasted S'mores. Four brown sugar cinnamon, five strawberry. Got some honorable mentions: Hot Fudge Sunday, Cookies and Cream, Choco Tastic. But anyways, thanks for putting, thanks for putting out good stuff, boys. Love listening.
1: I mean, respect to Joel. Uh, that was a good idea. I'm glad we talked about that. But. You don't eat s'mores? Doesn't even make your honorable
0: mention list? No, he had s'mores at... uh, He had four, I think. S'mores at number three. Three. The toasted. Oh, he he likes them some toasted. He called them toasted s'mores. Yeah. My, my bad. All right, we're, we're but good. But the thing that... We're the, good, Joel. The thing that blows me out of the water here is he likes cherry. I'm just a big cherry guy. Cherry not with everything. Cherry pop, cherry cough syrup. Cherry candy. I don't really like cherries. I hate I cherries. Either. Who the hell wants the, you know, the like the milkshakes, you want a cherry on top? Why the fuck do I want a cherry in my milkshake? <laughs> exactly. You're freaking morons.
1: The best thing. I mean, who the
0: hell takes it out of their milkshake and eats that cherry? No one. The
1: best cherry. i throw it out the damn window. The best cherry flavored anything is cherry flavored dum-dums. That's it. I
0: can't even get on board with that. Can't even. No. Oh. What's up, fellas? Frankie's here. Just got caught up on the episodes and had a couple things I wanted to add in here. First, Otis is right. A bidet is life-changing. There's absolutely nothing but water on the TP after a wipe, and if you're worried about it falling apart because it gets wet, upgrade from the single ply, for real. Two, tell Otis to let me know next time he goes skydiving because I've always wanted to go but can't find someone to go with. Three, glad to have DG's voice of reasoning back on the show. You've been missed, and we're all happy to have you back, my man. Last thing, if you guys were so stringent on Tall Boy being twenty-four ounces and wouldn't accept Big John's first submission, then get those freaking twenty-five ounces off the board. Ooh. If you could, if you can't go down by five ounces, then you can't go up by one. You wouldn't call a twelve-ounce or a twenty-ounce glass a pint, would you? Get your shit
2: together. It's <laughs> a good take. I mean, it is. He's not wrong, but he's not. It's still a tall
0: boy with one extra ounce. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna argue with him. We've been <laughs> over this so many times
2: about these tall boys. Twenty four up, twenty four or up, nothing less. That's why our new shirts on the back have twenty four ounces on the can. That's for right the, for the tall boy. That's right.
0: Next one. Hey, thanks for the text, Frankie. It's good to hear from you. Otis will be getting a hold of you. You guys can jump out of a plane and hold hands together. Next one. The best Pop Tart is the Hot Fudge Sunday. I even prefer them in the microwave. I've also been known to throw a pack in the freezer the night before. I had more to say, but I'm leaving to go get some right now. If you haven't had them, go get them. Thank me later. I don't think I've ever had a Hot Fudge Sunday Pop Tart.
1: I, I, I haven't either, but and I'm sure it's pretty good, but I, I think it's a little too offbeat to make the top five. You know, it's yeah. not it's not real mainstream. Yeah. It's
2: more of a dessert pop. And he also says he puts them in the freezer. Hmm. You put Sundays they're usually nice and cold.
0: That's a hot take. Uh, yeah, I've never heard of that. Or is that a cold take? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uncle Buck and wife Rolski's national anthem. Yikes! <laughs> <I> saw this. <laughs> what the don't, don't,
1: don't listen to what me. What was wrong don't with my him. national anthem? That was the most heartfelt national anthem I've ever heard sung. <laughs> You just, and you didn't try to over-embellish it. You just sang the damn song. I just sang. It came from the heart, and I enjoyed it.
0: Fellas, Marty Marr here. Corey with the K. I need to have a word with you. Have you lost your damn mind? Drake is trash? Now, I'm a huge Drake fan. I do admit, sometimes some of the songs he puts out are not great. But to say he, one, is trash, and two, he's only good when he's featured on a song and not by himself is just absolutely re You should wash your mouth out with soap and smack yourself for that shit. I just can't with you right now. I'm disappointed in the nonsense and the disrespect you have just shown.
2: I'm out, boys. Shake my head. Marty's not happy with you, Corey. Uh, I'll take it. and That's probably the only thing me and him's ever, like, disagreed on, so... I can take it, and I, I understood. I knew when I said it that it was going to be a thing, but he wasn't even on my rapper list, and still not. I, I think you might I have tried kind of a little grief on Twitter as well. I did. Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
0: you got some guys coming after you. That's fine. I but you, I'd but you it. said you said at the outset it was going to be a hot take. Yeah, oh, and yeah. it was. We,
2: it wasn't even the heater segment, and we dropped the heater. Yeah, <laughs> if drug. you don't take
1: any heat from uh, a hot yeah. take, then is it a hot take? No, right. it's not. It's a it's cold not. take.
0: It's not. Corey with the K. I think we're going to get ready to move into our tall boy review we haven't done a tall boy review for a few weeks but we are back and we are ready to roll dg you think you think today's a good day for a tall boy review what day ain't a good day for a tall boy review damn right banger From the early 90s. Ice Cube. I feel like I'm back in Compton. (laughs) Sir. Never been. Me either. All right, so let's get into the Tall Boy Review this week. These came from Big John, and these were also part of Big John's big-ass party box that he brought us. I mean, he brought us all kinds of beers, all kinds of beers. We've already talked about it. So, DG, go ahead and uh, explain to the listeners what we got right here this week.
1: We got uh, Genesee Ice, which is... Uh, it's not a name you hear a lot. No. A little, uh, little underground. A little old school. But uh, we got a... I mean, a pretty, pretty cold can here. I'm not just talking temperature either. It's uh pretty much black all the way around. Is that like a matte black? Yeah. Yeah, it's not real glossy. You got... Uh, the year 1878 at the bottom on either side of the can. I'm guessing that's when they started brewing Genesee, um, and then the word brewing wrapping around at the top.
0: It is a pretty, pretty neat looking can.
1: Yeah, and then on either side you got a uh, a white oval surrounded in kind of like a like a Columbia blue, like a sky blue, and then you got the Genesee Ice logo right there in the middle. So. Okay, pretty pretty much it. Five
0: point five percent alcohol. Proudly brewed since eighteen seventy eight. Well, only one thing left to do. Let's give her a whirl, big John.
2: See what she smells like first. It smells like an old it smelled like a an older like a malt beer that's for sure Had that beer old old brewery smell to it
1: yeah that that smell like you're drinking out of a
0: paper bag yeah that's exactly what it smells like eh yeah. eh yeah. it's alright I've had worse I've it's, had worse I've had better I've had way better
2: we've had way worse yeah we've had way worse here what was that one that we tried that was the worst oh was that that... Uh, I don't know. It still had dust on it when you bought it. And it was a dollar seven after taxes. I forget what it was, but that man, thing was freaking terrible. That thing probably was in there from the 90s. Was it on top? Was in,
1: is it in the top five? No, hell, oh, hell no.
2: no. <laughs> it was so bad that I didn't even want
0: to rate it. So let's go... We haven't done one for a while, so let's go over our top five here. we got the Arnold Palmer, number one. Natural Light American can, number two. Number three is the Raging Eagle, Yingling. Number four is the Bush Light Corn can, and number five is the Corona Extra. Now, that is a pretty stout top five right there. A lot of good cans there, and uh, we're going to go down the line here, talk about this Genesee can. Um, I'm going to go ahead and lead us off here and say this: there's no way that this can crack the top five.
1: No, it's it's got to come harder than this. To Crack that top five, it's going to be hard to uh, get any playing time with that, that
2: top five right there. I'll give a lukewarm take. I like this better than the old Milwaukee pinstripe one that was on, on the top five for oh, a while. Oh, that's fair. I just like the clean black. I mean, the other one was it like is, a, a white with a, the black pinstripe. This one's just a nice, like you said, matte black. I like the sky and Columbia blue accent with like the ghost. Lettering, I don't mind it. The can,
0: yeah, it's a nice can. It's aesthetically pleasing. But uh, yeah, the the top five is so strong right now. Like, and we've I've also been doing some scouting, and we're we're uh we're starting to run out of yeah, just cans here. Easy to find ones. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I do the same thing. Now
0: I've got I've got my aisle one. I think it might be able to break the top five, but it'll be hard. But like i said it, we're running out of cans here so we're
2: gonna to have to start really digging deep into these freezers yeah, i don't know if we want to mention it but dg found a special edition i think it was only a new york special edition that's why i mentioned it brooklyn probably brooklyn one and yeah it had biggie on it
0: yeah well if we can find that one
2: can, yeah we probably oh, that, man. That, that one looked pretty sweet that that was was a, as a budweiser can
0: Yeah, we can uh if we do get that one i'm sure that'll be a uh top five for yeah. sure oh yeah but uh, any uh, any last thoughts on this Genesee can, DG? No. <laughs> Nothing? No. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it. Don't forget to follow us on our YouTube page. Don't forget to follow us on our Twitter. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. And like our Facebook page. Please. How hard is it? Like George George would say, my buddy, buddy, how hard is it? Just like and share. Just like and share. You guys can text us, 740-720-3537. Our email is sipandservepod at gmail.com. DG, take us out.
1: You know how some people, when they're in the drive through and they're feeling generous at the window, when they're getting their food, they'll say, hey, tell me how much the person behind me owes, and then they pay for their meal, hoping everybody, you'll kind of, you know, you'll start something special when everybody will kind of pay it forward. My challenge to and Squad is this next week, if you find yourself in a drive-thru and you're at the window getting your food, do not by any means pay for the car behind you, but tell the cashier to tell the car behind you about the Sip and Serve podcast. I'm DG. I'm
0: just along for the ride. And I'm Rolski. Stay hot, stay safe, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Sip and Serve podcast.
2: (laughs) Episode 70, In the Books. Getting close to that big three-digit number. 30 more weeks, Corey. (laughs) 30 more weeks.